0: Hello, welcome to Amateur Tarot On Demand Digital Radio Show, the only podcast where two non-mystical hosts use the power of tarot to answer your burning questions. For entertainment purposes only. I
1: was waiting for that part. Is there a for entertainment purposes only sound effect? I never listened to the show, so I wouldn't know.
0: There isn't an entertainment purposes only sound effect.
1: Okay, because on the outline there's like an asterisk, and I just equate that with a sound effect.
0: Yeah, there... Maybe could be at some point in the future, but we have so many sound effects that in post it gets uh confusing. It's starting sometimes. to be a bit much. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, if we need more sound effects, we can take my audio channel out. We can just <laughs> remove that to allow more room for sound effects.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: So go for it.
0: All right. And that selfless host over there giving up his audio channel for more sound effects is one Ben Noble.
1: Bing! Dee-doo dee doo. Okay, well, that was Brian. <laughs> I assume you'll just cut this out later. No, I won't. Okay.
0: I do very little editing. Uh, what do we do on this show, Ben?
1: We read tarot and we give people advice. It's really that simple. Uh, but the way that we do that to remove all culpability from ourselves is that we use the tarot to give you advice. So, you know, cards. Cards, With what pictures are on them.
0: They're just pieces of cardboard with... Uh, laminate coating on them. Yeah, with laminate coating. Some of them have a linen finish.
1: mm some of them are gilded.
0: Ooh, those are the nice ones.
1: Yes. And when you're reading tarot cards, there's a lot of different spreads, but uh, a lot of them are really complex, and we didn't bother to learn them. So what we do is we just flip over three cards, and in the order that we draw them, they indicate the recent past, the current actions, and the future 100% percent money back, spiritual gold guaranteed outcome for entertainment purposes only outcome.
0: You got it. You That's got it, it
1: all in one breath. <sighs>
0: Before we started, Ben said to me, "I'm going to try and do the entire beginning of the show in one breath."
1: Yeah, so all those sound effects and all that other talking I did, I haven't breathed.
0: Yeah, until just now. Been very impressive. He's a shade of plum that I've never seen.
1: Well, now that I've done that, I guess, I guess we should just end the episode.
0: Yeah, or, or, or hear hear me out. Okay, you could take one more breath. And we could do, we could let them know that we're going to do a card of the week afterwards. And then we have an outro, which is impossible to get through in one breath.
1: I don't know. Maybe a future goal. I can build build my way up to doing the outro in one breath.
0: Maybe, but don't pass out on me. Okay. Before we do anything else, I guess it's time to dive right into Queerance Corner.
1: You mean, before we do anything else, it's time to do the main part of the show that people tune in for. Here
0: we are, Queerance Corner.
1: And who is queranting us today? This week, our
0: querant is... Jamie. Jamie. From Canada. From Alberta, Canada. Jamie says, Hello, my tarot mystical hosts. How can I better attract the right significant other for me? After years of the wrong guy that ended in a failed engagement, followed by a consistent liar, I've found myself clinical. I clearly haven't had the best judgment in the past. Help. Thanks. 10% other. Jamie from Alberta, Canada. Leaf emoji. Leaf emoji. Because Canadians are entirely pleasant all the time, even when they're sending in questions.
1: I guess not. It doesn't sound like the that guy was, or or the the liar does not sound that pleasant.
0: Uh, he probably wasn't Canadian. Good point. Clearly not Canadian.
1: Clearly Canadian. Isn't that a thing? Isn't that something? I think
0: that's a brand of water.
1: Okay. Is it? I don't know. I, that's all I asked. Well, Ben...
0: I have a surprise for you today. Go on. You
1: you know how we use... Is it a gift? It's not a gift. Oh, that's
0: too bad. (laughs) No, you'll be glad it's not a gift once you get it. It is a deck of cards that I just received, and it's called the Kitty, K-I-D-D-Y, Cats, K-A-T-Z, Oh, Oh, man. And so I just want you to take a look and give your full and honest rating.
1: All right. Well, the first thing that I notice as I flip through these cards is uh, borderless. You know, full art.
0: Yeah, that's nice.
1: Cards, which is nice. Um, but as you could expect from this deck, uh, all of the all of the things are cats,
0: which we love. Traditionally, cat decks are really good, right?
1: Uh, not according to the rating system. If you look at those, <laughs> they're not. Uh, A lot of this art mirrors the uh, Rider Waite art fairly well, except for, obviously, all the people are cats. I'm now looking at the Seven of Cups, which has not the traditional imagery, but sausages and a mouse and a turkey (laughs) leg and a piece of steak, which I guess I didn't know cats were very much into pieces of steak. Also, some lettuce with cat faces on it is disconcerting. (laughs) Anyway, there's, there's all of those things. But it's drawn, you know, I don't remember the name of that tarot deck, but you have that Rider-Waite tarot deck that has, like, the weird Ziggy drawings. Oh, the Ator? Yes. It's yeah. a lot like that, but with cats. So, uh, it does look like it's drawn in a children's style, like a very good child artist. A child artist prodigy drew a bunch of cat tarots, which I guess makes sense, given the kitty cat tarot name. Uh, I'm now looking at the Nine of Swords, which has a cat dreaming about a ferocious dog.
0: Aww. Two stars. Two stars.
1: The Ten of Swords is a cat clawing a couch, and there is a very helpful tag that says new couch. <laughs> so there you go. I'm glad that we're using such a serious deck to tackle Jamie's serious life question and quandary she's going
0: through. Well, the imagery still holds up. Like it's still going to be right away imagery. So we should be able to tell the right story. Yes. Yes. So, Jamie, fear not. We've got you.
1: Give us a couple good shuffles. I've heard seven riffle shuffles is pure randomization. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if we'll get that far.
0: Yeah, I was uh, talking to a kid that collects regular decks of cards. Okay. uh, Because that's the kind of conversations that I have now. Okay. And
1: Now I'm kind of wanting you to leave this part in the show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) with my shuffling and behind the scenes folks
0: he was saying that you could randomize with shuffling but then he showed me how to like he showed me that he shuffled seven times and put them back in the exact order they were before how's that i don't know he's magical
1: but like did he just like how did he put them back in the exact order they were what does that mean
0: to me it looked like he was riffle shuffling okay like we shuffle
1: But then he shuffled enough that it went back to just... He shuffled
0: seven times, and it went back to the same order it was in before. Wow. Yeah. How do you do that? I don't know. That's
1: like a magic... That is a magic trick. Yeah. Huh. Well, we're all shuffled over here, random or not. (laughs) Random or not, here we come. Brian's going to cut the deck for good measure.
0: All right. Here we go. And Jamie's question again?
1: The Cliff Notes version is that she wants to know how she can attract... Uh, The right significant other for her after a string of failed relationships. All right. Flip.
0: In the recent past, we've got the hermit.
1: And on this card, we have a grayish tan cat standing on the peak of a mountain. Uh, The cat is unreasonably large or the mountain is unreasonably small (laughs) because his whole body is like on the snow capped peak. He's got his overcoat and a staff and he's holding up a lantern looking out at us. Pondering life.
0: And so what this points to is Jamie's recent bout of not having someone in her life, of focusing on herself and on, I guess, now with this question, trying to figure out how to better attract a mate. Yeah. Better attract a significant other.
1: The hermit is all about uh, finding yourself, looking inside yourself, isolating yourself from others, and really thinking deeply about what's troubling you. So... That makes sense.
0: So that was a gimme for us. Thanks.
1: Yeah, that's what I like about the recent past card is it's kind of always a gimme.
0: Yeah, it's always just like, you asked me this question, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Although sometimes people say, that doesn't sound like me, and then you have to improvise. Flip. In
0: the present, we have the nine of coins. Ooh,
1: that's a good one.
0: Yeah, that's paying off.
1: So here we have... A cat that kind of looks like the the lion from uh, Wizard of Oz, like the Cowardly Lion. He kind of looks more lionish than cat because he's he's, very shaggy. He's very shaggy and has like an orange stomach. And he's standing in a garden surrounded by nine coins with some of that cat cabbage behind him. (laughs) And he's holding a bird that looks drunk on his finger. And there's like a snail whose shell is a house in the bottom right for no reason.
0: Cute. (laughs) There's
1: also a bee and a smiling cloud.
0: And the nine of coins speaks to great personal wealth. It speaks to being able to bask in the glory of what you've
1: achieved. Yeah, but it's also uh, it's also a very personal card. So in terms of Jamie's question, I feel like maybe this is one of those cases where the advice is to like work on yourself before attracting a mate. you know like find find a way to make yourself, Uh, happy even if you're not literally living in a mansion with like a bazillion dollars find a way to kind of achieve that sense of like well-being and calm and happiness on your own terms and then that's going to help you attract the right mate once you are happy
0: and I think that coming right off the hermit like it does maybe it's saying that you've reached kind of a new peak of that and that's where you are right now Uh, you have done a lot of that work and now you're at like a new high point for yourself. And maybe that's why you're. Ready to look again.
1: Okay. So our final card our future. Uh, blah 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 card. <laughs> Flip.
0: Ouch. The okay. nine of wands.
1: The nine of wands is, is a card. And what is on it. Is a cat. With a like. Not a bandana what would you call that? Like a bandage. A, a bandage yes a bandage over his head. And uh, another bandage on one of his claws. And he is standing inside a, a stone wall. And there's a wooden gate that says, beware of dog, made up of wands.
0: And the nine of wands speaks to... Not as good as the nine of coins. No, but it is a good card. It's just you're tired, but you have successfully defended something from something else.
1: Great. I love the specificity.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think, I was trying to think of how it fits Fits into the story. Because normally I would say you've successfully defended your ideas, or you've defended your point of view, or you've defended your way of life from someone else, from people who are attacking those views or attacking that way of life. But that doesn't feel right here.
1: Yeah, because here we're we're saying that she has found, you know, some sort of new sense of like wealth and calm Mm -hmm. and then we have the nine of wands which is about uh defending perhaps defending that sense of wealth and calm against others but that doesn't necessarily speak to finding the right the right significant other or the right person out there that speaks more to uh, a process of ensuring that she doesn't let other people sap that sense of like well-being
0: Yeah. Do you think, and I'm not trying to talk last here, so feel free to say anything after I say this. Okay. Do you think that it's saying that she's going to have to go through a few more dogs before she finds the right person?
1: Pineapple cheesecake.
0: You said whatever you wanted to say.
1: Yes. (laughs) To respond to your question, will she have to go through a few more dogs to find the right person? I think so.
0: Okay. Well, let's draw a clarifier then because i don't think we've answered the question
1: that's what i thought you were gonna say when you were having this big setup and that's why i kind of started to like Uh do that on the book because i was like here comes the clarifier (laughs) the bonus fourth card
0: the bonus fourth card and i'm gonna put it as clarifying the nine of coins because i don't want to clarify the nine of wands
1: okay i guess you just get to make the decisions like that
0: (laughs) that's the way it works Flip. The Queen of Coins.
1: Okay, another coins. Yeah. And on the Queen of Coins, we have... I mean, I know the cat's sitting on a throne, but you could be misled into believing that the cat has feet coming out of its, like, stomach. Yeah. It's a cat uh, with some purple eyeshadow sitting on a throne with a bunny in front. She's holding a coin. The cat, not the bunny. The bunny's just there.
0: And what does the Queen of Coins mean for us clarifying the Nine of Coins here?
1: Well... Brian always makes me do the court cards. Yep. So the Queen of Coins is typically, well, it's a court card, so it could be our friend Jamie from Canada or somebody else out there. But the Queen of Coins is a provider. She, or he, I suppose, is somebody who finds a way to make others feel comfortable or makes others feel uh, like they're at home and at peace, which is actually a lot, uh, similar to... The nine of the nine of coins. So, in terms of a clarifier, I think that what what we're getting at here is we have our nine of coins, which is Jamie's sense of well being and the fact that she's going to have to defend that as she goes through a couple more folks before she finds the right pair, and that's going to be a tiring and trying process. So, find somebody in your life who is that provider. You know, whether you have a good relationship with uh, your parents or whether there's like a friend that you lean on a lot in these you know times when you're kind of feeling down find that person who's going to help support you through this period
0: do you think oh god that that person might be the right significant other oh. that she's attracting oh yeah i could hear your eyes rolling before but but
1: now you've presented an interesting theory there's like somebody hidden in plain sight
0: Yeah, I think maybe there's someone hidden in plain sight that is able to support you through this, uh, who's still going to be there after all these dogs. And when it comes back around, that support and that love that you've experienced, you're going to
1: turn into romance,
0: see that person in a different light. Nice. So I think we did it. I think we did it. All right.
1: Just four cards and we did it.
0: Just four out of three. Yep. We nailed it. And
1: we nailed it. Well, thank you very much, Jamie. Good
0: luck. Yeah, thanks, Jamie. We hope it works out for you. What's that mean for us next? Uh, Does
1: it mean that I get to go home?
0: Not yet. Okay. First, we're going to do a card of the week. Okay. And why don't you tell everyone what the card of the week is about while I prep the day?
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say, what is the card of the week? And I was like, you have not handed me any cards. So I cannot (laughs) answer that question. Okay. The card of the week is a final piece of advice for everyone out there. This is something that when you are struggling with something this week and you think, if only I knew what to do, just remember that you listened to this podcast probably on like 1.5 or double speed. And you were (laughs) also walking your dog or mowing the lawn or washing the dishes and you weren't Really listening, but try to remember back to what it is that we're about to advise you and think, ah, that's what I should do. How was that? It was perfect. It's like, who listens to podcasts on single speed anymore? Right. That's so 2008.
0: I listen to radio play podcasts on single speed, but every other Mm -hmm. podcast I listen to on 1.7 or 2.0. I don't
1: think my app allows me to get as granular as 1.7.
0: You need a better app.
1: I'm just used to this one. I'm sort of like sunk cost.
0: Yeah, I like my app also. So I defend it. All right. Well, this week for our card of the week, we're using the medieval cat tarot deck. We're having a whole cat day.
1: And I think also uh, just let me note that if you're using the default like Apple podcast app, stop listening to our show.
0: (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) For the 87% of you who listen (laughs) using the Apple podcast app. I love you. And I appreciate you listening. Do better.
1: (laughs) Anyway. Cat-themed episode, thumbs down. Here comes another two-star rating.
0: <laughs> oh, I bet. Coming up. I I wonder if this is going to be a two-star deck.
1: I feel like I've seen this deck before.
0: You have seen it before, but it's been a very long time.
1: Here's where we're at. You handed <laughs> I, me...
0: I was in the same place.
1: Here's where we're at, is that Brian handed me the deck face up. But I flipped it over because the art was so... I don't want to say bad. It's just like so... Generic and uninspiring, that I assumed that was the back of the deck.
0: I did the same thing. All
1: right. Well, I know what I'm going to give this deck. I'm going to look <laughs> through it just to, for the benefit <laughs> of the doubt, but I know where this is going to end up. So, this is what deck is this? The Medieval Cat Tarot? Yes. Okay. Well, the the non major arcana cards, uh, the minor arcana, if we're uh, using our vocab, it, uh, <laughs> it has like a very small image in the circular image in the center that shows. Something happening, like, here I'm looking at the Six of Wands, which is a card about success and celebration. In the middle is a medieval cat holding up a laurel, and then there's six wands kind of around that small picture.
0: Yeah, it is a pip deck.
1: This Uh. is... I don't even know what this is. Some sort of coin. That's the... Wheel of Fortune. Maybe?
0: No, that's the Ace of Coins.
1: The Ace of Coins has seven rats on it and one spinning coin in the middle. So, you know, I don't know what that's about. It doesn't have a number or anything. I think
0: that's the Ace of Coins.
1: Then we get to the moon. Uh, this one has slightly better art where you have like a maiden cat and there's like a moon that's crying in the background. And now I'm done looking at this one star. Moving on.
0: One star. Ugh. That's three stars for the whole day. It's a 30% day.
1: Very poor. <laughs> also, Brian, I don't want to upset you while we're recording. this. I show. already
0: know. I already know.
1: Okay. But your cards are not all facing the same direction. Yeah. Some of them are upside down.
0: And you could have just said a bad word right there because it's just as bleep worthy.
1: <laughs> all right. Give this a quick shuffle. Hopefully we know what card it is that we turn over.
0: Yeah. Hopefully we can tell based on the artwork.
1: Maybe this is a deck that you get rid of at your next deck exchange.
0: <laughs> oh, I was already thinking that. As soon as I pulled it out of the box and I couldn't tell which which side was the back.
1: Ugh. All right. So this week's card of the week, despite the deck, it will still give you great advice.
0: Yes, because the cards are magical regardless of how the art is on them. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready.
1: Flip. We have the two of swords. This one I knew was the two of swords because the inset image is a cat blindfolded with two swords crossed uh, across his or her neck. And then there's kind of two swords around it. Made it easy to figure out.
0: All right. Well, we have no keywords. Wow. Just this says, deck is
1: really just killing it. <laughs> it
0: says the two of swords often sees us stymied. We sit poised between two equally unappealing choices yet are unable to force ourselves to decide on one. However, we must note the blindfold and realize we may not be seeing the entire picture. This card can mean we need to wait to make the decision until we're clearly aware of all our options.
1: So there you go. This week, you're probably going to face a difficult decision.
0: And so what is the advice? Is it to sit on it and wait for more info?
1: Potentially. I mean, this card normally doesn't come with a bunch of advice other than you're going to be facing a difficult decision. And the metaphor of the swords is that both paths are equally like weighty and worthy. And you're probably never going to have all the information you need. So you just got to make a decision and stick with it.
0: So that's the uplifting advice for this week. Did I say vice?
1: I don't really or know. You Advice. said you kind of, you just, there was a, a mouthful of words that yeah, came out.
0: Yeah, great. Uh, a mouthful of words. <laughs> the uplifting A mouthful of words. That came out this Five week. Five
1: stars. <laughs> Two boys with mouthfuls of words.
0: Mouths full. Mouths.
1: Oh, it's hard to say. <laughs> Meowths full.
0: Oh, that's perfect. I got it. Five stars. Moving to
1: the outro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see myself out.
0: All right. Well, that was the card of the week. Uh, So, yeah, that takes us to the outro. Uh, Here we are. Here we are at the outro. The saddest
1: part of your week.
0: The saddest part of my week, because my friend Ben is going to leave afterwards. Finally. (laughs) Okay. We want to thank Jamie for sending in our question from Canada, from Alberta, Canada. I, I don't think that's her. It's a pretty big place, Alberta.
1: Yeah. And we just gave her first name. Yeah. Uh, so thank you to Jamie from Canada. We appreciate you sending in that card. It had to go through borders and customs. And, you know, when it got to us, it was very battered. The package, you know, had obviously been opened and it was battered and damaged, but still in in good enough condition for us to use. Yeah. So we appreciate the effort.
0: And it smelled like maple syrup, which mm. was nice. So
1: that was appreciated. And thank you very much to everyone else out there uh, listening to us, all of the lols.
0: Yeah, thanks to all our lols.
1: And now, a moment of silence for Lost laws.
0: All right. And now, Ben, where can people find us?
1: Here. In your attic.
0: But Well, yeah, in my roommate's attic.
1: Yeah. So my, so they can,
0: my apartment.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> they can find us here. Uh, but not for much longer, because I'm about to leave. Yeah. And so then once I leave, you can find us at AmateurTarot.com. It's a website.
0: Yeah, you can email us a question at reading
1: at gmail.com. You could be the first to call our hotline at 314-325-6047. Again, that number is 315-324-6047. You just told them the wrong number the second time. Did I? Yeah. Well, for a third time, (laughs) 314-325-6047.
0: You, like, transposed the four and the five, and they're not even close to each other.
1: Huh. Well, that last number I said was the right one, I think. (laughs) It was. So that's the place to call us and leave a voice question.
0: Uh, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at Tarot Amateur or on Instagram at Amateur Tarot.
1: Great. Love that. Uh, you can get in touch with Brian at Zen Ironman on Twitter.
0: You can get in touch with Ben at I'm making all this dot com where he writes about creativity and how to use it to increase your daily living quotient.
1: Yeah. DLQ, your DLQ. Yep. I like that. Put that on my website. All right. Well, this is normally the place where I construct the Mind Palace, but I'm kind of getting tired of it, so I feel like I'm going to just change the outro here. Okay. And we're going to do something new, which is, well, I don't know what it. Question marks. <laughs> Great. I like that that got added to the intro. But basically, you're going to want to rate us and review us on iTunes. Why? Because you want to do your civic duty. You yeah. know, it's a lot like voting.
0: Yeah. This is like uh, the midterm elections when you rate and review us. You're putting your vote behind our podcast to succeed so that I can keep having a friend come by every week.
1: And even if it means that uh, you have to stand in a long line and you feel like maybe you're not even making that much a difference and you question whether it really matters. Well, we appreciate it nonetheless. It's just something that you have to do.
0: And unlike some other times, this really does count for a lot.
1: Yes. You make our hearts grow three sizes
0: And I'd like to encourage everybody, if you do have midterm elections, to get out there and vote, because it does count a lot and it does do a lot to change the world around you. So please vote for us by rating and reviewing us on iTunes and please vote in your midterm elections.
1: Oh, I like that. I like that we added uh, just one piece of actual we did good (laughs) on this. Also, uh, Brian mostly runs a Facebook group, but I occasionally will pop in there.
0: Yeah, Ben pops in, he's like Tyra on America's Next Top Model, and everybody's (laughs) like, Ben Mail! (laughs) Uh,
1: If you post a good enough question, I might comment. Yeah. So, look that Facebook group up on Facebook.
0: It's the Amateur Tarot group for the Amateur Tarot pod something.
1: Great. A very good, easy-to-remember Facebook group name. Love that.
0: If you like our page on Facebook, then it'll be attached to that.
1: Yep. And if you
0: send in a question, then I will invite you to the Facebook group personally also.
1: And now on the outline, uh, as always, item 10. Thank you to, and there's nothing there, so this week, I'm going to thank Tyra Banks for giving us uh, a great TV show in America's Next Top Model. Is that still on TV?
0: Yes. Great. It's in uh, season 40. Cycle 900, yeah.
1: So thank you to Tyra for creating such a uh, long-running show.
0: And that takes us to the end where we have a cool sign-off line. And this week, our cool sign-off line. Bye. Bye. Even if you feel like it may not be as worth as much as uh, it can be worth, it's still... Let me start that over again.